Are you trying to speak? Yes, ma'am. Okay, go uh, ahead. Hello. I, rec I, re I represent the public. We the people. And we the people have a right to speak before. Okay. To you, my name is R.L. Mitchell, for the record. And to you, Madam Chair, to, to, uh, Council Lady Lewis, when she says something about, talking about be Jermaine, I'm all, we the people is Jermaine when we listen to her, the doctor, right, like they did to Michael Jackson, you know, gave her, gave him that pill and he died at 50 years old, and, and we studied being humane while she making the people walk out, and they, they asked her where she was going, she kept on going, and you up there, I'm glad you didn't break up the form too. You, by time you spoke up, you see, look at that. School teacher walked out too, and all them, you see what them fantastic six, they vote and stuff and all this in America, listen to us right now, and all over, all over the world, poisonous. And you up there, and, and look at that, look at all what, um, Miss Priestley talking that junk with the money, and all that. Oh my, that's my time. Thank up. you. Thank you. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Ah, the voice of Flint. The voice of the people, Charlie. Voice of the people. That's yep. it. That's the that's the song of Flint right there. Yep. They are frustrated up there. I can understand so why. With the police, the fire, now we you know, we respect first responders you know that right i mean you know that to the uh, utmost we do but like they don't got anything and we're gonna bring you the sad woebegone tale of a couple firefighters didn't do the job lied about it some children died mm. and they're still on the job now on the other side lieutenant maurice funches is here we all know him mm -hmm. that's 27 year veteran detroit police department that's got the Fire purple department. heart right you're getting the purple heart brother Fire department. You said police department. I did. Yes, you did. Did I say the police department? He does both. You know. Well, I know, but you know, fire police. Works they two want jobs. Their, they want their. Works two jobs. They want their thing. Yeah, but that's that's what we're gonna bring today. We're gonna right. bring some local flavor. But let me tell you, well, you got that beat on. Knock that beat off, bro. Because what I got to tell the people is serious, very serious. People of Michigan, did you know you are now expected to pay handsomely? For a company from the People's Republic of China to bring a few measly jobs here? Governor Gretchen Whitmer and the Republicans, Mike Shirky and what's the other dude, Speaker of the House? With, yeah, Jason Wentworth. Yeah, Republicans cooked up a little backroom deal to pull off another opaque screwing of you, in my opinion. And I'll tell you why. Because this time, we're forking over $715 million in public cash and tax breaks to a Chinese battery maker to build a $2 billion facility in Big Rapids. And not two weeks ago, they told us it was going to be a $3 billion facility. And that doesn't even include what the county and the locals are going to give them. What's the pay, you ask? Unclear. How many jobs, you might wonder? Up to... 2,350, but that's just the press release. Naturally, full details have not been released to we, the public. So muddy is the deal, the Republican chairman of the State House Appropriations Committee resigned in protest. And you don't just resign that job, that makes you one of the most powerful people in Michigan. And he's like, I'm out. You know why? Do the basic math. We will subsidize this company, Goshen, We'll subsidize them $350,000 for every job promised without seeing a building schedule or a business plan or any assurity that they'll ever come to fruition anyway. There are no guarantees that these jobs will materialize or how, how long they'll even exist. Goshen has never so much as produced a widget in the United States, despite what some of you on Twitter think, they're subsidiary companies from the company in China. And the chop Chinese executive is a billionaire. The company's partially owned by Volkswagen and a Hong Kong investment group whose ties to the Chinese military 
are unknown. It's not xenophobic to question a mega deal funded by taxpayers that will extend China's supply chain deep into the heart of America. The White House considers the People's Republic of China and its global business strategy a long-term threat to the United States. That's not me. That's President Joe Biden, who recently wrote in his National Security Strategy memo, China is the only competitor with both the intent to reshape the international order and increasingly the economic, diplomatic, military, and technological power to advance that objective. This today, this year, 2022, is the 20th anniversary of China winning full trading relations with the United States. Business loved it back then. Labor hated it. And now one generation later, we're subsidizing it. A generation ago, China was a regional backwater. Now Biden, who voted for that, calls it our greatest threat. I wonder if we could go back, would we do it again? Cheap TVs, steal our technology, take our jobs. Would we do it again? Since normalization of trade, the United States has lost nearly 3 million manufacturing jobs to China and Michigan, more than 110,000 more. Our yearly trade deficit with China surpassed $350 billion in 2021. That's like... I'm trying to think of the gross domestic product of Brazil. Somebody looked that up for me. What's the gross domestic product of Brazil, one of the largest nations on planet Earth? It's been a bad deal. But every American politician loves to cut a ribbon. And when the deals implode, the taxpayers and those kids back there are left holding the bag. But by then, the politicians are long gone. Remember those sweetheart subsidies Jennifer Granholm gave to the battery and windmill and solar panel concerns a decade ago? Do you all? Mm -hmm. You all remember that? Yes, we do. Almost all of them fell apart. But who's keeping track? When will we learn that subsidizing the 1% never delivers what was promised, whether it's for a hockey arena, a skyscraper, an Amazon plant over there in Western Wayne County, or an assembly line. The best approach for a long-term standard of living for those kids back there is investing in infrastructure and their future, our people, not a Chinese billionaire. And that starts with educating the kids. Y'all might remember when Amazon gave Detroit the middle finger as a location for its second world headquarters, despite the giant steroid carrot of $4 billion in taxpayer incentives. What was Amazon telling us? It was telling us our kids can't read, that the brain power needed for the modern economy is not here. Tough medicine, but listen to them. Our schools are failing and our children are falling behind. More than a third of third graders in Michigan are not proficient in English. And our adults can't do simple arithmetic. Governor Whitmer trumpets her 5% increase in per pupil spending, which is nice. That's nice. But when you factor in 8.2% national inflation, do the math. Whitmer's budget actually cut yearly education spending by 3.2%. Let's think that in. Raised it by five. Inflation's up by eight. That means we can actually buy 3% less stuff. That's no plan. Neither are corporate handouts with flimsy strings attached. I'm telling you, my fellow citizens, we've got to do better. If things keep up this way, our economic interests will be hostage to the Chinese Communist Party. Still, let's take a moment to congratulate President Xi Jinping, who's been elected to an unprecedented third term. You've earned it, sir. Much to our demise. And now a word from our sponsors. I don't know why I'm in the desert in my underpants. 
I don't know why these wolves are following me, but I need sausage. A good wiener is hard to find, so make sure you treat it kind. Sausage. You may run with a pack, but everything ain't meant to be said. Sausage. No need to cross the desert. No need to cross eight miles. Who these wolves be? Get back, bitch. Sausage. Order a Coney kit directly to your door at AmericanConeyIsland.com. Yeah, you best hurry up, man, because that holiday season's coming. Go to AmericanConeIsland.com and order those Coney kits. I will be packing them special. Hey, Charlie. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm good. Let me knock these out. Go right ahead. Well, I'm not really knocking them out, you know, because we really appreciate our sponsors and we believe in them. Stripper music. This is Maurice Davis, former Flint City Councilman, King of the Party Blues, just so you know, it's an original for Luke Nowacki, who reminds you overreaction is not a strategy. Inflation. We were, we were all talking about inflation. What to do if you're lucky enough to have a couple of bucks squirreled away and you don't want to lose them to inflation. What do you do? It's hard to know what to do. Some people study this. This is their job. They give you advice. They give you rational financial advice. The best I know is Luke Nowak at Pinnacle Wealth. 248-663-4748. Get advice, get a strategy. Luke Nowacki, 248-663-4748. They call the one and only an ADR. If you're a bum-ass mayor of some town or governor doesn't know what she's doing, you can't keep anything straight. The unemployment office is giving out $8.5 billion, including to Kim Kardashian. And you couldn't see that was the problem? You call ADR. Reduce your costs, increase your bottom line, get the processes in order. ADR consultants are experts in procurement and government fuck up and fixing it. Compliance, information technology. They're actually honest. They're actually ethical. They're actually smart. You know what I mean? They earn their money. <laughs> Can we get some of that? I tell you how you get some of that. You call Barry Ellen Tuck at ADR 248 318-9424. That's again, Barry Ellentuck, 248-318-9424. Get it done right, on time, on budget, or get lost. There's the soft sell, there's the hard sell, and then the angry sell. I like I just, the angry sell. I just said, what are we doing? <laughs> I ask you that every week. <laughs> How much going to the Chinese? <laughs> Too much. That's not xenophobic in the least. No, it's not. Are we going to do it with the Russians? Probably. We're doing it with the Mexicans. The fucking cartel runs Mexico and all of our car jobs are going down there. Mm -hmm. And pretty soon we're going to have to deal with the cartels to have flow of trade. That should be interesting. There's no doubt. <laughs> and I'm slowly but surely getting my shit together and we'll be mm -hmm. down there sooner than later. Wow. Oh, man. Come on. Now, I did some math. This is actually from Nursing Home Joe. Remember mm -hmm. Nursing Home mm -hmm. Joe? Joe LeBlanc, yeah. the whistleblower. He's, Good guy. Yeah. yeah, he's on the HCAM board. He's like a big wig in senior living, assisted living specifically. By the time all the money came out, you know how much we were spending on our elders in the assisted living facilities during COVID? Do you know how much money they got? 96 cents a day per person per person that's ridiculous 96, 96 cents. fucking cents and you could come up with 800 minimum minimum because these deals are always bullshit and they're mm -hmm. always more than 800 million dollars for a battery factory wow where i don't even know what the hourly yeah, wage is going to be and batteries for what what kind of batteries are these for evs what, yeah, yeah okay evs yeah. okay but they're they're not even the high tech ones. They're right. the I don't, I don't know what am I lithium Double A lithium diode. Yeah, it's just yeah, you know the ones you stick your tongue on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the Nine ones you, you stick your tongue on. <laughs> hey, I got a magic tongue. Don't say that. Did Mark. you ever know that? Oh, Watch boy. this. 
Charlie, don't Charlie. Ta-da. What? I put it right out, right out there, right out there. Like Mr. Deed's foot, right you out. have no feeling. We're taking calls on that. <laughs> okay, but I want an accounting of this. Look, I try to respect everybody's point of view. I mean, I got to. I got to live here, right? Right. What did we? What are we doing with these deals? What did we do with the nursing homes? We're, none of this shit's being asked. No, it's not. Abortion's a very big issue, but it's not the only issue. And it shouldn't be. Then why are we not hearing questions and answers about, well, you know, I mean, what did you do in the nursing home? But you kind of know that, though, Charlie. I mean, yeah, you do know. I do. And and we've talked about it before. You do. Well, it it shouldn't be that way. That's not journalism. Karen, we're we're teeing you up here, and you're like, you already know. No, I'm talking. I thought I was talking. I'm I'm, I'm saying that we do know because we talk about it all the time. And that's because most, I don't want to, you know, paint a broad stroke, but everybody wants to be included. Everybody wants to be invited to the table. So they take the press release. They want access uh, and they go with what they're told. They don't challenge. They don't create any waves. There's no attempt for accountability. And at the end of the day, they've got the interview and we don't have answers. Fine. We're going to. Fuck the press for a minute and stop sending me messages. I don't care. It's a show, man. It's, I'm not really talking about you. I'm just talking in general. Why did people die? Why didn't we count them correctly? Mm-hmm. Why did you commingle them, governor? I expect something brassy to happen because the polls now show mm-hmm. Tudor Dixon, the Republican, with no experience whatsoever and no monies within five. Yeah. Although 20% of the absentee ballots have already been turned in. It's interesting. It's about the same with Nestle and DiPerno. Oh, my God. Well, and maybe, and, and still, instead of people saying we're going to take the lesser of the two evils, we're just going to roll the dice and take a chance on the evil. You want to know how bad this is? No one in particular, but you look nationwide, you can look statewide, you can look locally. We've been given, like, a, and a lot of times... The Republicans given us not good candidates, not mm-hmm. not electable candidates, and this thing's still fucking close because the the people sitting in the chairs now are just as bad. They're terrible. Nobody's reading us right. But people are fed yeah. up too, Charlie. And at, at a certain point, you know what do they call insanity? Keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. So they're like, okay, well, <laughs> let's let's try something different. Yeah, but Henry Ford said, if you you, you keep trying, you fail. You just get better. He said that's intelligent. Yeah, but after a while, you you know, you cut your losses and you do something different. That's true. I mean, that's reality. I, I just, look, no matter where you're at with it, I mean, respect me because I respect you, but I'm allowed to bitch about what's going on. I'm, we got some kids back there. We got kids that be hero. You know, that family struggle. Why are we to do the work? Okay, you, not me. I, I yell in a microphone. Why is it that the people doing the work mm-hmm. have last and last yep. and last? And you're trying to tell me indemnifying the profit for a Chinese-based <laughs> company is the it's answer? The way to go. Yeah. yeah. You're telling me all oh, these jobs will average $29 an hour like I just fell off the cabbage truck? <laughs> you mean, does that include in the average that the plant manager makes $1.5 million? How is this averaged? These aren't UAW jobs. UAW jobs aren't getting 29 an hour. And those questions aren't asked, Charlie. So you never know. So we run around parading and then like, you know, you look across town and Stellantis, when they used to be Fiat, mm-hmm. promised us 10,000 jobs and we didn't get a new job. Or did it say up to 10,000? Like this one says up to, that could be one. Oh, I that got that shit five. saved in my office. It's weird, <laughs> my office. I got that shit saved. I know what you promised. And then I looked it up today. They didn't even 5,000 jobs over there. Mm-hmm. And there were 5,000 jobs before we gave you the half a billion dollars. But some of that goes back to the same reason why that you pointed out in your column, Charlie, uh, Amazon, that, you know, people fail the drug test. They're not job ready. They're, I mean, I'm saying that becomes an excuse. I'm just saying. Yo, dude, what's the name of the county in Big Rapids where this, uh, Macosta, Macosta County. Mm-hmm. Like there, there was something in the newspaper. It said Macosta County. Gave out like all these weed permits, mm-hmm. right? Dispensaries. 
And they might have given out too many. There's not enough people. Like, that's their growth strategy. Okay. And there are not enough people smoking weed. So this this factory will be great because it'll be up to 2,350 jobs paying up to $29 an hour. And all of a sudden, we got 2,300 people buying weed. <laughs> what a strategy. Like, and I wanted some fucker high on the ganj. Building my battery? <laughs> well. What? It doesn't make any sense. I immediately think of that whole... Then you should run for governor, because that's Me? exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> Mark. I think I do a pretty good job, right? You, yeah, I think you would, too. You're smart. I mean, you are. You <laughs> say you're not, say, but you are. You are. That. I don't like that. Okay, you're stupid. Is Thank that you. better? Yeah, I'm okay, now this is, yeah, this is also stupid. Now, uh, is, is Councilman Eric Mays with us? Councilman? Checking if he's there. She'd been doing that while we were jibber jabbering. What'd you say now? Is that is that phone terrible? Let me, let me hear it go one, two, three, sir. I don't know. Oh, let me see how it goes. There it is. Because I got a plan B if that don't work. Now, here, here here's what I'm hip to. And it's good to have Lieutenant Maurice Funches in the house. Because listen to this one, brother. Two Flint firefighters who issued an all clear during a house fire in late May, never searched a room on the second floor where two children were who later died. Okay? Okay. Now, according to the fire chief, Raymond Barton in Flint, Zaire Mitchell, 11, and Lamar Mitchell, 9, were left in heat and heavy smoke for roughly seven minutes after the all clear was announced. Then the secondary suite came through and they found them and they were alive and they died two days later. So you know what seven minutes means, don't you? Yeah, he's shaking his head, man. Wow. Now, here's the deal. According to Barton's report, both of the firefighters gave false accounts of their actions that day, May 28th. Says a uh, lieutenant who was investigating that there was no way the firefighters performed the search that they entered the bedroom where the victims were found. The report says one of the boys was found immediately inside the bedroom door and would have been found if anybody had opened the goddamn door. The second brother was found on top of the bed in the same room with folded clothes. The bed was made. You know as a firefighter, you go in that room, you flip the matches. Is that right, brother? That's basic firefighter hero shit. You want to get the fuck out of there, you know. But that's basic hero stuff. House collapsed on you, didn't it? You were searching, weren't you? I can't wait to have you on here, man. I want to get through this, though. Because, you know, night, night and day. Because we support you. But we don't support lying and not doing the job. They even had the infrared thing. He would have found him. He would have found him, he said. So if, they weren't looking. They didn't open the door. That's he said, people open the door. It's like those uh, night vision goggles, people. Like you open the door, you're going to see them. You didn't open the door, and that's what the chief found. The chief wrote, both firefighters neglected to perform the task of completing a sweep of the second floor. Such neglect resulted in factually incorrect calls being made. Um stating that the second floor sweep was negative and to cancel the other trucks en route. Furthermore, he wrote, the chief, due to the nature of the incident and the actions or lack of action, uh, possibly contributing to the loss of the life of the two boys, I have determined to terminate both. But they haven't been terminated. One was allowed to resign, and he's a union official. I believe we'll ask the councilman. He is now working in another department and the other firefighter was suspended two weeks without pay and he's back working now. Is that correct, Councilman Mays? I'm hearing I'm hearing that and I'm also hearing that um, the mayor gave a order to reverse the fire chief ordered to fire them because he didn't want it to come out during his election. That's what oh, I'm listening to concerned about priorities so the mayor decided he didn't 
I, I don't know. I think I would appreciate a mayor more that had a backbone and was looking out for the children of my community. Two kids are dead. Here, let, let me let me do this. Let's 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 hear from last night at the long and laborious six hour Flint City Council meeting. This was a mother of the two children. I want to say Chris, the names again. Uh, yeah, her name is Crystal Cooper. Um, Zaire, Zaire and Lamar Mitchell, yeah. 11 and nine years old. Yeah, here's the mom. They committed a crime. For them to say they searched a house and they really didn't search a house. For them to be able to be suspended with pay. They didn't do no, they didn't, they wasn't dealt with properly. Uh, they essential worker. I'm an essential worker. And I feel like they didn't hold their end of what they signed up to do as far as being a, a firefighter. Um, I can't get my kids back. Nothing to bring them back. But I don't want this to happen to nobody else. And the fact that they didn't do their job and they thought about they lied several times. They need to be held accountable for their actions. Eric? Yeah, I'm here. Well, you're a big wig there. You're in the city council. What's next? You hear that woman? She's speaking for all of us. She doesn't want it to. Ha That's my sister. She doesn't want it to happen to me. Yeah, well, based upon the information that we're getting and the direct communications um, from the fire chief, he seems to say that he had ordered them terminated for what they did and didn't do. And he had to leave and go out of town. And the human relations director said to us directly that the city attorney answered directly to the mayor, came and told them to reverse the termination charge. And we've got another incident that in the red police chase. It seems to be a pattern that this mayor is issuing orders for folks not to do stuff to let these stories come out because he's in the middle of a November election and I find that appalling, real appalling, if it's true. Well, look, you know, we love Flint. You know that. We, we try to keep tabs. We try to get up there. I know this. You don't have enough police. Some of them drive around in a cruiser with no computer and no radio. I know you got a shift of cops having to, what's the word, ration, tasers. There's not a taser per cop. What happened to that, what was it, $94 million in COVID money that President Biden said should be put towards public safety? Where the fuck is it? That money have set part of it 47 million for over a year and we're approaching two years on the second 47 million and what i'm noticing uh, when you talk about the battery type factory what i'm noticing with that 94 million when the big shots i'm gonna call them come in and reach their hand out the money um 16 million to the land bank um, the Ashley Capital um, firm that want to put some up to 33,000 jobs on the old good city general motors back. Up to. They pop that money out. But when it comes to public safety, when it comes to residents who qualify for roofs on their houses and so forth and so on, nothing moves. And so that's what's also appalling to me. We have money sitting in our banking account to fix that police department, fix that fire department, 
and you got folks playing political football with those dollars and um, everything seemed to be self-centered on certain politicians with a lack of knowledge or ignorance trying to do something for themselves and their family to try to get reelected and have really not done anything to help the people. What a game. What a fucking hustle. It makes, none of this makes any sense. Remember and the you guy? can't get the mainstream media to pick up on these right. stories. That was also a part. Dude, this should be, <laughs> look, this should be a national story. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I was, I called the former fire commissioner of Detroit, right? Eric Jones said, what would you do on this? And he said, they'd be gone. They'd be, they'd be fired. And we were talking. He goes, do you remember the two little boys in Gross Point three years ago in 2019? They died in a house fire. Okay? And it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. And that was international news. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was international news. And that had nothing. That was a toaster. That was a toaster. This was an electric switch. I, I think that's what they're saying, right? An electrical problem in the living yeah, room. But that went international. And this one gets no notice. And I, I would like to remember the boys. Christ, I don't even know if I... Wrote their names down. I'm I'm thinking of them though. I'm thinking of them, but I know this. Well, I was standing outside. Let of me that say house. this, Eric, before I forget yeah. it. I know yeah. this. It was a tragedy. The community, the media, they all came together. What happened in Flint? Okay, so in that case, in Gross Point, the dad went to work first day on the job. Mom was running an errand. Everybody was sad. In Flint. The father came home directly and he was put in handcuffs and put in the back of the car and going to be taken downtown for neglect and abuse of leaving two kids alone. You, you see what I'm saying? Here? Mm-hmm. I see exactly what I you're mean, saying. I mean, we all matter. But to whom? Well, it should be each other, right? It should be, but it's not. And it should be more than a Twitter, uh, you know. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Or uh, or, 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 or clicking a care or a prayer hands emoji when somebody talks about something. But you're right. And we talked about this last week in terms of the areas with the highest crime, you know, the areas that had the biggest problems. Flint is not a city. The, the water thing isn't sexy anymore, so nobody's paying attention to it. Remember, we had share. We had all these people coming in with bottled water. Okay, well, that played out. And so nobody really cares about the city anymore. They right. just don't. That's right. And Eric, um, we're in an election season, and nobody's holding Attorney General Dana Nessel's feet to the fire on the fact that everybody involved in poisoning your people, and remember, Remember what you told me about your ball sack wasn't feeling very nice in that, that water either. Remember that, that you, there was absolutely no justice for anything in the end of it, and we don't hear anything, Eric. Well, you hear something, but it's coming from some of us in the grassroots. I don't like to hear that nobody is paying attention because we My apologies. Are, You're not correct. only is we paying attention, but we're trying to use every form and platform to bring this to life. But there are some people in certain positions in our um, mainstream media, there are some people in certain positions in our elected offices who could bring this to life and get justice all the way around. But they're self-centered. They're, in my opinion, hiding and covering up, trying to make it through an election. And it ain't just the uh, fire incident, he got an alleged police chase that um, resulted in a death and fatality. I know. And they happened within the same proximity. We voted last night, some of us, to try to spark an independent investigation to get to the bottom of who's trying to cover this stuff up. All I know is this. You got problems with bid rigging. I mean, the pipes and the cars. We set you 94 million, the water poisoning, a half a billion, and like it's gone. It's the same up, up in this shit down here. 
Mm-hmm. I think everywhere in America it's like that. I just encourage people. Just come on, think, man. Get out of the easy shit. You're like everybody's like taking one of those bubble tests. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is this your card? You know, I'm sick of hearing you're, you're a rhino, Republican in name only. But you know, Councilman Mays, why is the money just sitting there and why is it uh, being allowed to just sit there? I mean, as a councilman, I assume that you're not the only one that feels this way, that something should be done. Yeah, um, I put a motion on the floor. I think that was last week to approve the money. And one of the council persons who was chairing the meeting blocked the second to the motion. And the majority of the council who seems to collaborate with this mayor, um, right, they wouldn't even allow for a second to the motion to try to attempt to spend this money. Okay. Now that stuff been going on for months. I was the president of the council and when I made a move to sign up for mayor, they removed me from president and we're in the Michigan Court of Appeals on that unlawful removal. Okay. So when you got certain people okay. who can make stuff happen <laughs> wrongfully, um, it's an uphill challenge for one or two voices to overcome these powers that be. But that sound kind of sounds like you're undermining what mm-hmm. could be your own. Mm-hmm. No, no? Do, do not take right. me. <laughs> <laughs> with Eric into the bowels of the sin- <laughs> Flint City Council six-hour meeting. That make any sense? I mean, I got through a half a gallon of Jameson last night. Listening, is that true, Libby? Charlie, true. Let me ask a question. Okay, oh, go ahead. Who ask me. Made what? the rule of how long a multi-million-dollar municipal corporation should meet in order to take no, care no, of no, business. You're Who right. made the rule? Should it be one hour, two hours, five hours, ten hours? Should it be three days, four days? That's a false narrative. No, no, I'm Who just saying. I, I, I would prefer two hours. To take care of business. Oh, yeah, that's right. But I just, you asked me. I, I prefer two hours. I, I hung out for the whole thing. In fact, you know what I did this week? What? I went up to the 13th floor like uh, one of the, you know, subcommittees for the city council you know mm-hmm. eric the one where they give away a lot of money to developers who say chatty chat chat and this and that and uh credits to the community and this uh ami etc 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 and it's gonna cost this and i need this much <laughs> and nobody ever sits through them like i need mm-hmm. this much and you're like there's the hustle and it was one after another after another after another because nobody wants to sit through this shit who can do that charlie it, it's it's unnecessarily cumbersome but I mean, that's that's where the, that's that's where that's where Maurice's money's going. That's crazy. Everybody's yeah, bored you, with, with the real. When you when you charge with the duty and responsibility, said duty. to take care of the public health and safety <laughs> of a municipality, and when you charge with the duty of distributing millions of dollars, I'm appalled that the mainstream media and anybody else would put a time limit on how long it takes to get people to take care of business. I'm in this thing full time. I know Eric, I I know you are, dude, and I know why you do it, because all the games going on in your town and I don't see anything getting better and I know you're a good man. I just you know, you come on here, we're gonna talk truth, we're gonna have a little fun, but I know you're a good man and you and you you know what I mean? You do the work. Thank you for that. You do, brother. And I know that's a that's a critique of you, but six hours, bro. I, I just mm-mm. Charlie, I stood outside that house with them kids for a few hours. By the way, that and house that was one incident with a fire. You could when see you that, like Eric. Let me say, is this the yeah the new part? Yeah, go ahead. The house where those boys died. People depend on you and they. All right, come on. The, we'll come back to him. He just keep going. He won't even know him. The house where those boys died, you could see it from the firehouse. Is Kitty Corner across the street. Oh boy. Put him back on. You there, Eric? Oh yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, it was right across the street and you were there, right? Yeah, I was standing out there. I knew something that went very wrong. What city councilman? Yeah. Gonna stand there. I mean, I got I got I got I got mad respect for you, dude. And I'm going to say this because we, we're going to we got to move because Maurice got his kids here. Um, 
I want to just have one parting thought here, Eric. And it's this. That black lives matter. Yes, they do. And yes, white lives matter. But which lives matter most? I'll tell you. Children. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter the color. And if we can't do by them, we failed. I agree. Take me to black, Joe. Okay. I'm going to tell you about Hall Financial and Legacy Partners, and I'm going to tell you exactly what happened today. I was getting my training for the elections, you know, absentee vote counter. You know me, I'm doing it. <laughs> and I left, and an older woman pulled up, you know, hey, Charlie, what do I do? My basement flooded. Remember that, Karen? Your basement flooded. Yep. She needs a roof. You heard Councilman Mays talk about there's all these programs with all this money for the roof. Mm-hmm. She didn't get the roof. She got a measly five grand for the basement. Because you asked me, what do I do? I said, first of all, you, you, you purchased that I bond. I told you about mm-hmm. that, that inflation bond. Get that 10% return. Look it up, Maurice. Whether it's 100, 1,000, maximum 10, it give you 10% return. Then I said, you can't get insurance without the roof and you don't have the money for the roof. Mm-hmm, that's true. So I said, here's what you do. Do you own the home? She's got a duplex. Mm-hmm. She goes, I own it outright. I said, you get a small. What's the name of that loan when you're fixing up your shit? Equity. Yeah, okay. home equity loan. Get a small one. Get that roof put on. It's first. Okay. That's what you do. And... I said, write it down. You call Hall Financial. I said to her, do you know how much value your homes increased over the last one or two years Mm -hmm. with that frenzy? Like, you can do this. You need to protect your roof so you can get the insurance. And her investment. Exactly. So I told her to look up, you know, Hall. Mm -hmm. Where's my number, man? You all don't have to look it up. I got the number. It's up on the screen. 866-CALL-HALL. I mean, no, I shouldn't. 866- There's people, more people, tens of thousands of more people listen than watch. 866-CALL-HALL. They'll get it done and they tap some of the equity and get something done. I'm saying to the lady. Then I said to her, she said, I go, what was your insurance for the basement? She goes, oh, honey, five grand. A what? Five grand for the flood. Mm Mm-hmm. She goes, I go, what did, she goes, it didn't cover nothing. Yeah, I, 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 I got the uh, appliances. Mm-hmm. I've got the furnace. I've got the hot water heater. I, she still got the mold. Wow. She was an elegant lady. That's 30 grand off the top. Word, <laughs> word. And you know what I said? I, I swear to God. I said, legacy partners. Legacy partners. Because I told you I was going to look into them. They wanted to advertise. I got to believe in them. I met them this week. Remember that whiskey I was drinking last night, Libby? They brought me that. It was nice. Good people. Here's And then I asked the owner, Joe, that I got you know, mm-hmm. I said, okay, dude, I got $1,000 less a year. So my, my note went down. I got $150,000 to $200,000 more coverage. Mm-hmm. And my flooding insurance, you know, the shit comes up through the drain. You know what I had before? What? $5,000. Same as her. I looked at Joe, I go, what do I got now? He goes, you got $25,000. And most people don't realize about flood insurance until it floods. I'm a sophisticated motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a sophisticated like a motherfucker. I can, I can tie a tie. I can do a bow tie. I can do an ass guy. Ooh, fancy. Fancy, yeah. I know, well, no one ever showed me, but, you know. I, you practice Professor Drummond over at University of California, Berkeley. Yeah, everybody was scared of the oh, yeah. Professor Drummond, man. I mean, hardcore doing a... Yeah, Dapper Dude. Dapper Dude. Yeah? Yeah, come over here real quick. Hurry, just real quick, real quick. Hurry, because we got to get Mo on. It's my friend Libby Lewis. Long time friend. She's pretty dapper. Look at her. She's yeah, awfully fashionable. Yeah. I like that like that coat. Yeah, here you go, Libby. How you doing? You All right. Up. I stand up. All right. Yeah, you quit the All weed, right. huh? You quit the weed? I don't... Yeah, I can't. Why'd you quit the weed? I just, you know, it's not for me. You know what I mean? Dude, that's all you were about. I'm into vegetables and fruits and shit. 
There you well, go. she does live in California. I want to live. I want to live. That's that's I want to live here. Yeah, but I mean, like, what kind of life you want to live? That's a healthy a one, man. A healthy one. What you kind of want, life you want to live? I want to party. <laughs> he wants bubble gum and cigarettes, y'all. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> I can't live on that. You're doing all right, I th- I though. Think the you the whiskey d- thing last night, I was a little concerned. I was wondering how many glasses he was going to pour. I only had two. No. Fucking, come on. You, you only had two, huh? At home. How big were the glasses? Were yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She doesn't know anything yeah. about drinking. She doesn't know anything about drinking. She eats fruits and vegetables. <laughs> yes, it's true. Guilty. Guilty. Did you notice I went in the fridge and got the Velveeta wraps, too? I did notice that. Oh, I love the Velveeta. That's not real cheese. That's Carly. not it. Thank you. No, it's See, not. Karen My wife keeps buying it. It's not real so cheese. So it must Karen. be something. Listen to Karen. It's not. And I listen. I listen to my truth. daughter. That's where I learned it from. So see, that's not real cheese. Hey, Victor, you like uh, you like Velveeta, bro? You don't know what that is, Maurice. Oh, because you see, everybody knows what, what you, you, Charlie. What do you mean you make real cheese? What are you fucking Amish? He <laughs> turns butter and makes real cheese. He got goats. Ask Red. Red, do you eat Velveeta cheese slices? See, there you go. <laughs> you can't afford them. <laughs> All right, thanks for being here. Yeah. All right. Professor Drummond was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Professor Drummond, he was wonderful. Shout, he still is. Yeah, he still is. He's, he's still, out there. He's, he's still busy. He's, he's a busy still, guy. He's still producing, publishing a paper from San Quentin State Prison. He's, Drummond has always been, you know, stand-up guy. Yeah. I always like that. Libby, God one question. Seamoss? Oh, yeah. Seamoss. Oh, yeah. You got to talk to Kirby. That's, oh, that's yeah. A, okay. Oh, God, God. You got to start the Seamoss. I got an idea Charlie. for a new show. There you go. What do you think of it? Wait, wait. That's good, but it gave me a new idea. What if we call it, what if we call this show mm-hmm. <laughs> Debbie and Shaniqua? Debbie and who was Debbie and who Shaniqua? We get Shaniqua is from the hood and Debbie's from the trailer park and we put them together to do a podcast and they talk about I, men I, I, and I have fashion. Not, I love it. And recipes. Good luck with that. I mean, that uh, could be super uh, interesting. I bet you they'd find more in common than you'd think. They probably that's would. the point. That's I the just, point. Yeah, look at that. You thinking like me, brother? Mm-hmm. All right, let me. Uh, without any further well, ado, why can't we do Leroy and and, and Billy? Because chicks are more yeah, interesting. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's called Monday Night Football. <laughs> okay, I was just saying. You know, let's get get both sides of the story, Charlie. Come on, Bo. Come on up. It's uh, my honor to uh, introduce uh, Lieutenant Maurice Funches, twenty-seven year veteran of the Detroit Fire Department. You might have seen him in the news. Put those headphones on, brother. Stand, 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 yeah, you get to stand, stand up, up you stand can up sit guy. If you want, you want to sit? No, I wasn't saying he was standing up. I was saying he is a stand up guy. Thank you very much. I wasn't very saying much. you're more than welcome. So, sir. Uh, Maurice, you're being honored with the Purple Hearted. What is that? The Heroes Foundation? I guess. Yes, it's the above and beyond awards. Okay. For the Detroit Fire Department. So, would you would you win it for? For getting hurt. Well, that's, well, geez. Earlier what this year, Well, a uh, house fell on me, actually. Um, July the 28th. Are you nervous? Little, yeah, a little take, bit. Take a breath, dude. Relax. Nope. It's just I'm going to teach you, like, when I first went on TV, like for Fox 2, I just pretend the camera's not even there. That's oh. the best thing to do. It ain't, it ain't even on. Well, I'm supposed to be a preacher, but. Oh. I'm supposed to be comfortable in front of the microphone and talking so see there it is okay so what happened to you a house collapsed on me july the 28th 2022 um we were fighting a fire um during our overhaul to salvage and then the house came down and this it was like that movie and, and uh, backdraft no it wasn't that like oh, backdraft wasn't that one Poseidon Adventure no it was worse than Poseidon it was the one with the when all hell broke loose and that water came in and the Titanic floated. no 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 it was one of them disaster movies okay and that's what it felt like mm. was it uh, what was the, were the uh uh like trust what, whatever fell in was it on yeah. fire it wasn't on fire we had to mostly put out we were just doing Salvage and overhaul, and it collapsed in on us. Um, Lieutenant Fillmore, he was buried about 10 feet under rubble, and 
Lieutenant Tillman. He was also buried under about five feet, and I was buried about two feet up underneath some rubble. All of this stuff that you see right here, just thinking of matching just all up on on top of you. Do you think mm. you were gonna die? Mm. It was scary. It was one of my. It was number three on my list. We what flipped was, over on the squad. What uh, was one and two? I uh, flipped over in the squad, mm-hmm. and I ran out of air in a warehouse fire, and I couldn't find my way out. Mm-hmm. And the your bell going off, and it's pitch black, and that's one of the days you contemplate your your life, your mortality. Understandable. Yes. You know what's cool is uh, people can't see or hear, but I I see your children here watching. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope you're proud of your dad. Yeah, I'm kidnapping them. I I hope you're proud of them because even when things get tough, you know what? You know your dad's your dad's dad, like super dude. He is. So I'm a I'm gonna shake your hand, man. When the bell answers, you go in. Yes, I do. And you do your work. We got burnt plenty of times, and, and me and Lieutenant Tillman, we've been in a, a lot of a lot of fires. You ever pull a kid out? I have 14 citations of bravery. If you see mine. Mm. It's you an look on my first Facebook page. We'll see a couple of my medals, a couple of things that I've done. Earlier this year, we pulled out um, five kids wow. on Wisconsin. And then we did uh, also on a day later, we pulled them out on Santa Barbara, an older couple. And that was just, just this year. We didn't receive anything for that, though. We just... You don't do it, but for you that. don't do it for that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to. Well, say. maybe he does. I mean, we're putting words in his mouth. I mean, I don't, I don't think people put their lives on the line for a certificate or recognition. That's just that just doesn't equate. Am I correct? No, we, Am I presumptuous? No, we don't. No. Yeah, I just we do it because we love the job. Yeah. first and foremost. Do Do you feel appreciated? I hope we're underappreciated. We We do. Uh, some we get it all the time that we we yeah we love it what you do, but do you actually know what we do? We've yeah. dealt with medical calls. Um, they, they they threw that on us. The the EMT. Um, I'm an EMT, right. so doing that. Yeah, um, let, let having me, 15 let me, calls. Let me, let me do this while we're at it. So they had the firefighters do the EMT, yes. right? So basically, there's a call, and for ages, there's no ambulance in Detroit, mm-hmm. and so they now have you guys pull out the rig and show up, and then the the clock stops, yes. so that way the citizens believe uh, they're time. getting top-notch medical care in minutes when it's basically guys with some Narcan pens. And sitting here looking at you just like this, waiting for waiting for the ambulance just like you are. But <laughs> We're there, waiting. There's a safety component to that, wait, too. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, well, wait. question two. No, let that sink in. It's I kn- oh not for you okay not for you because okay. because Karen used to run City Hall. No, Karen did not. I want the people to hear what he just said. The firefighters show mm-hmm. up in the bunker gear with carbon all over it. Clock stop. He's going into cardiac. Uh, he's diabetic. We uh, we don't know what the fuck to do. We're waiting for an ambulance too. No, we'll wait. We'll if you're dying, we'll get you. But if you're if we're just sitting there, if we can't do anything, we, we can only do up to our medical license. And that's the MFR, medical first responder. Mm-hmm. We, I have my EMT, but I can't perform as an EMT because I'll get in trouble if I perform higher than my licensure. This is, this is Flint. Can I say something now? Don't be mad. I'm not mad. I'm just asking. I don't want to be cut off again. No, I understand what you're no, saying. No, you're going to be cut off no. when you need to be cut off. <laughs> I didn't need to be cut off. We, we need, yeah, I, you did because we needed to hear that. I understand that, Charlie. But there was another part of that that I also think needs to be heard. And there's a safety component to that as well. When you go to a potential a medical run that may have some criminal mm-hmm. element to it, are you required or do you still wait for a police car, which also puts you on the clock? That we do. Uh, we we have to stage. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when it first started, I didn't stage at all. I'm a Detroiter. Staging means you have to hide around the corner. Yes, I have to hide around the corner, yeah. but I don't do that. I somebody shot. I, uh, little JoJo was st- shot. I I didn't. I, I performed my job, so he would not. That's why JoJo was alive today because mm-hmm. I performed my duty. I'm like I'm going to go go in. Um, we had a couple of other incidences because I'm a boss and I can. I can read a scene, and I've lived in Detroit mm-hmm. my whole life. Uh, no, we need to we need right. to go on this scene. It's it's been plenty of times that 
you know the people high. you know the people you serve that's the advantage charlie and we talk about residency of living in the neighborhoods with the people that you respond to you're not afraid of them you know who they are you can oh, read no, he's afraid of them but he's going anyway he that's called bravery yeah he's afraid I'm not afraid of he him. said he wasn't yeah, afraid yes, charlie well, he's yeah. afraid I'm, you gotta cut him off and then tell him what he really thinks he, he's not telling the truth kind of show mean, us this. He, know, he knows it's a murder scene uh, i want to tell you one a, a story we had a um Around the corner, we had a, a, he didn't even get an Arcan, a lady, um, he was a, she was a crackhead, but she didn't, the drug dealers around the corner didn't want us to perform our duty. They wanted, um, they wanted us to call the police. No, I didn't call the police. Uh, that's what my job is to do, mm-hmm. to call the police. Uh, wait a minute, let me call, no, call the police on this one. I'm going to take you around the corner, like she wanted, and I'm going to do, I'm going to perform my EMT services, and I'm going to tell the EMT to meet me around the corner, because... I know that the drug dealers don't want mm-hmm. the cops involved. They're right across the street from the, the fire station. So I'm, I'm John Iron Seven Mile. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go around the corner, Danbury or something, so that we don't get retaliated against. We bring those cops to those drug dealers. Got a whole other issue. Yeah. So I'm going to do my job, and I think that's you're savvy. You know it's dangerous. You know exactly what to do. Street smart. That's, well, you got to be a little street smart when you're working in the fire It's a lot of street work. smart. But you got to know. So now, speaking of all that, you're in the news. We talked, column. Maurice, remember we, I told you about Lieutenant Governor Gilchrist and he bought a house and he couldn't fix it up and the land bank's supposed to take it, but they didn't take it. They actually let him sell it for $190,000 to some murky LLC (laughs) and let him keep it. Even though it has no walls, no wiring, no porch, everything's falling in. And he was a city employee, so he got a half price. You also were a city employee. You bought a house that you wanted to fix up that you wanted to move into. And you didn't get yours fixed up on time. What'd they do to you? They took it from me. They took it from me. How much did you put in there? Twenty, thirty thousand. Did you actually do physical labor on it yourself? Yes, I did. You can see the pictures. So they didn't let you sell it and recoup your twenty grand. That I'm assuming I actually know that you pulled out of your retirement. So I pulled out my annuities and to work on the house. So they took it. So this wasn't any rule that was in place. That they're trying to pretend the powers that be that oh we're, we'll let you sell it and keep the money that you put into it. And then anything extra, we're going to split. No, that's not what happened. No, that's not what happened at all. Just, they took it. And, but you got it back. Yeah, I had to jump through a whole lot of hoops to get it back. Pay a lot of taxes. and You got it four years later. Four years later. Four years. They took it from you. You got it. Four years later, you got it back. And let's say you put a roof on it. Put a roof you did the kitchen, I saw. Did the bathroom. Oh, the walls are nice. The, that the fireplace floor. is beautiful. Yeah, did it's real floor. nice. Yep. The porch is really good. And redid the porch. You stole your hot water heater three times. Stole the furnace. So you got heater. it back, mm-hmm. like late last year, early this year. And then you got a notice in the mail. What would the notice say? <laughs> that I didn't own it properly at all. The land bank owned it. Really? You, mm-hmm. you still don't have it? Uh, I didn't you get a notice of like uh, repossession because of taxes? Yes. Oh, yeah. I received that. Yes. Okay. So there's four grand in taxes that accrued when you didn't own it. Yes. I didn't own it, but those $1,600 accrued it to $4,000. Over the period of time that it wasn't in your possession. Yes. Okay. And then you got a pay it by the end of this month or we're taking it back? I paid it last Monday. Did you borrow the money? Yes, I did. My sister gave it to me. Mm, you promised to pay her back? Yes. She's probably looking at me like... <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> You're a beautiful sister. Yes. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to post it on our website. I know some people out uh, in Washington, D.C. area are trying to raise some money for it because we are our kind of people. We will also push for that. Um, you have a cash app? Yes, I do. Funches, Maurice Funches... Um, that's it. That's it. Which is a dollar sign, the last S. Dollar sign. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I don't even know what this is. What is it now? Dollar sign Maurice Funches. Yeah, oh, it's dollar sign Maurice Dollar Funches. sign okay. Maurice Funches. Just F- all, all one word like. F-U-N-C-H-E-S-S. Yes, okay. correct. Okay. 
All right, we'll we'll get that up and you know, okay. I mean, well, donate something there. And and uh, where where are you living now? Well, I'm living with an a retired army home, well, army vet's home. She lets me rent it out for sixty bucks a day, so we stay in one room. Uh, you can ask my kids. We we stay in one room. Yeah, I stay on the couch. Okay, well, is it tough, kids? Victor says yes. And what's your daughter's name? Victoria. Hi, Victoria. Hi. What's your other son's name? Jemmanuel. Vincent. Adorable kids. Oh, I, I'm going to kidnap Excellent them. kids. <laughs> Gorgeous, well-behaved, probably mm -hmm. really smart. And you know what? I know, too, growing up. This time you're thinking about is going to be like the best time. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to be able to tell your children, other kids don't got what you have. It really makes you strong and gives you wisdom, right? Now, it's important to say, when you were injured, you were out for a couple of months. You don't get the full pay. You get the partial pay. And then if I know anything about first responders, you live on the overtime. Yes, we do. And you didn't make that overtime. No, I didn't. So bills started accruing. The rent didn't get made. But no. you still got the truck. Yep. Right. You're Putting behind. it together. A neighbor behind. It's oh. behind, but okay. I still try to make it happen. So. And that's the house. Is that hey Victor? Is that the house you want to be in? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then we'll do that, and we'll leave it at this. Let's let's leave the program at this. Right. Respect, brother. Thank you. You're back on the job, right? Yes, I'm back. I'm back to work. Be back Saturday. Okay. I'm, what do you, I'm at 60%, but I'm still going to do my job. I'm still going to... I still got to work. I still got to feed my children. That's the first and foremost. Can, can I take your kids shopping or to dinner? Can I... Can I? Do they tr you trust me enough to hang out oh, with Victor's you? Victor's like, hell yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> hell yeah. You have no idea. We got you. All right. All right. That's a done deal. Thank uh, thanks, everybody. We'll Thank see you, you. All right. Monday. All right. Thank you. Don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave.